All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. How's it going? It's going. How about you? How was your weekend? It's going much better than it was last week around yes. this time. Yes, we've been reassured. We have. We have reassurance. There's nothing like reassurance. Yes. My weekend was um, chill AF. Mm-hmm. I didn't do much of anything except for laying on the couch and watch Married at First Sight. Um, What else did I watch? I think I was trying to watch some of those holiday movies on Netflix, but they were too corny for me. Mm. And, um, oh, Sunday, we yesterday we went to dinner. Oh, I was about to say we did. <laughs> we did. I felt, I felt abundant. Bestia, one of the, it's an, it's an Italian restaurant in Los Angeles in the arts district. Mm. And their food is just so good. And even during COVID, like their service is just exceptional. Um, it was a good time. It was. Once there was multiple, um, um, what is that called? Courses. Courses on the table. I said, we deserve multiple drinks, multiple courses. I said, yes. Yeah. Yes. She says, yes. Yeah. Now I see. I had a, I a song um, for yes. Spaghetti with fresh crab, Duh. citrus aioli or some <laughs> citrus oil. Thai chili oil. Thai chili oil. chili oil. Citrus. And some other shit mm-hmm. that's fancy but good. You yeah. know when they when you be reading the menu, you be like, "What is this?" <laughs> but no, it's very good. Yeah, um, everything was just delicious. Yeah, it was, it was so for. good. It was cold out there. It I'm was like, cold. I don't want to box with the bitch behind me for the um, heat for lamp. the heat lamp. No. I'm like, move it closer. She's cold. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was, was good. Cold. Overall, a really good weekend. Um, I had to work, but I definitely had CNN on my phone on Saturday. I'm like, I ain't missing a beat, bitch. So let's just go right into a new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with a wee. So the tea this week was for show the election. Last mm-hmm. week, I was, like we said, it was not looking good to me on Tuesday when the, um, the official election day. You know, because we're used to casting our vote and finding out on the night of 
who, who's the next president. Yeah. Who is going to be going to be. Um, so I had known that they were like prepping us and warning us beforehand. Like this won't look like your regular, ele- regular election. It's going to take some time to count the votes. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But on Tuesday, a significant amount were counted, you know? Yeah. Enough- um, it was still like only up to 60%. You know, like a lot of the states at the time we thought it was like, it was at still the a time, lot. What it was saying on the TV. Yeah. It, it, it felt like the a projections, lot. at least the mm-hmm. projections were that, um, a lot of the red states were staying, the swing states were staying red. Yes. And I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? Because the, um, Republicans were coming out to vote. But as Dems, we were mailing in the ballots. Right. And we that's not information in. that I had on yeah. Tuesday. It's just not. I don't, I don't have think that anyone, information. I don't, even, I don't think anybody knew that they were going to be counting the mail-in ballots last. Some places count them first. Some places count them last. But baby. I just didn't know. So with the knowledge that I had, it looked promising for Donald Trump and bleak for biden i was not happy about it mm. i was not happy i was nervous a bitch was like you know what but you know i like i said last week i had really expected biden to come through with the landslide i figured it wasn't gonna be but a motherfucker still like trump yeah that's sick i don't know what kind of world well i do know what kind of world we're living in a sick ass one but you know what? All glory be to God. All glory be to God who sits high and looks low because he he knew what was going on and he still knows what's going on. He ain't done with us yet. Yeah. So Saturday when it was officially announced that Biden took the cake, mm-hmm. I was joyful. I was joyful. Joyful. joyful I heard the sounds of FDT. Exactly. Being played. Running around in the city. Rolling down my street. I'm like, yes, play it. They said that the streams for that went up 300%. Yeah, it was in the top 10. It entered the top 10 and it had never been in the top 10. Wow. I really, and that's, look at how God does. He blesses you through. He blessed um, Biden and blessed YG and in the, the midst. And you know what? <laughs> how long midst. ago that song came out when Donald Trump first became the president? Mm-hmm. So you never have to worry about when your time will come. You don't Just know when you when. put it to rest. God resurrects. God brought it back. He back. wakes it up. And he said, now is the time. Now is the time. And that's called God's timing. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I was about to say, I wish I was off on Saturday because I would have for sure been downtown in the streets. Dead. I would have. I would have been downtown in the streets, baby, turning up, turning out. Let's take it there. Were people Let's in downtown? Yes. Oh, okay. People were everywhere. I saw people in Atlanta and um, other places. Downtown. I didn't know they were in downtown LA. It was raining. Um, but not in the afternoon. You know, it cleared up. Clear, clear skies. Okay. Clear skies. It well, cleared. I was on my couch celebrating. I did go upstairs with my neighbors. We had drinks. We celebrated. Um, glad to have na- neighbors who are in alignment. Right. With Biden. Exactly. Everybody at work today, we were celebrating. Every time somebody walked by, they're like, just came to celebrate with you. I'm like, I'm here. Let's <laughs> do it. I'm like, you know, we were all so cheerful. And you know... You never really know where people stand at work in the work setting. I know. Especially with those docs. Because they really will vote Republican because of the coin. Right, the taxes. Period. And I'm like, mm. And today, some one of the nurses congratulated one of the Indian doctors, she, which I don't know why people feel the need to do this. Like when Obama Congratulated began, her? <laughs> congratulated him. He's Indian. Of course, Kamala, you know, black and Indian. She's like, congratulations on having the first... Um, <laughs> She said, congratulations on having the first um, Indian American vice president mm. uh, as a, you know, a woman right, vice right, president. Right. And he was like, oh, yes, definitely. But I could tell he wasn't like, yes. He didn't have joy. There was no joy on in his heart. On that day, on Sunday. <laughs> there was no joy in his heart. My heart was beating for AKA. AKA on Saturday, okay. my heart was beating for AKA because our next vice president <laughs> Took, is a woman. She took first and finest to the next level. I mean, first and finest. I knew when I signed up that we were the first and the finest, but baby, I have my dust, my the, expectations have been exceeded. Line jacket dust was blown off. But I said, and it hit Pat Pat. Okay, and I don't even like Pat Pat, but I'm like, hey, I'm sure everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows Pat Pat. So exactly is that one chloe's like what are you doing right uh yeah i'm like sores everywhere gather around we're hitting pat 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 at 12 p.m pat 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 at 12 p.m okay because sora kamala is in the white house what a time to be an aka what our soror is the first black vice president you heard it here i mean you heard it on cnn i mean ski wee 
proud of my decision. Proud, okay. Constantly being affirmed about my decision. Constantly. To be a woman. Of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Thank you very much. Yes. So, So, yes. We're we're proud. A tear. I shed a tear. I didn't shed a tear, but I was just so feeling so happy and just relieved and... Mm -hmm. I just said, God, thank you. Because, you know, on Tuesday, I was like, God, where are you? Yeah, you're t- I, I, Brittany, My faith was being tested. Brittany my called. faith was being tested. I said, God. Brittany called out to I him. called out his she name. She was like, where are you? Where she are said you? it out loud. She said, because I just don't know. Where are you? Yeah. I'm like, girl, he's still here. Where he, are you? He's here in the mist. Where he's are you? He's here in the mist. But it was shaky. But, you know, what I said is we can't take another L. We could not we take could another not. L. We could not collectively take another L this year. Alex Trebek done died. And Man. he fought a good fight. He did. But I'm like, we can't take a, an L. No, we didn't deserve it. We did. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. 
But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving Boost from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. We did not deserve it. And we didn't deserve Donald Trump's raggedy bit. The bitch needs to go. Victory is ours. Victory (laughs) is ours. Victory this time is ours. (laughs) Is that a real song? Yeah, but it goes, victory is mine. Okay, I don't know that one. Victory is mine. I don't know that one. Victory today is mine. Let me sing this part. Okay. (laughs) I... Or I think it said God or I. God told Satan to get thee behind. <laughs> Victory today is mine. <laughs> what? what I should have been playing all day is, number one, I could have played two songs. What? Melodies from Heaven mm-hmm. Rain Down on Me. And then I could have also played Late in the Midnight Hour. Okay. God's going to turn, turn it around. It's going to work in your favor. And that's when he turned it around. And And around. around. And around. Once we won Georgia. He turned it around. I felt like God winked at me and said, don't (laughs) don't sleep on me, sis. I've been here. Where are you at? You asking where I'm at. Where are you at? I've been here. Oh, God. God is good. It was a wink for me. It was a wink for you. Good. I'm glad he restored. God is good. And I'm glad that we can come here this week with these spirits because lifted on high last week they were low to the floor i know that there's a lot of work that needs to be done we know that this is not the end all be all we're not looking at biting at our savior yeah no no but But, um we have to celebrate the small win period and And this was actually a big one we have to celebrate it all and i'm just glad that people came out and it wasn't like well i'm not fucking with biden so fuck it because that's how we ended up here four years ago right, right. people were so uh on hillary that yeah. they just we took an l but people realized we're not going down there again we're not going down that route again it wasn't an option it wasn't so me. thank y'all everybody for coming out and voting thank you for doing your part mm-hmm. i feel very proud i've learned more about politics and i've known in my 32 years of motherfucking living with this election i'll tell you that Bitches i've never watched so much cnn it's a political mommies 
I've never sat up and watched CNN like that. I'm like, oh, we're we're gonna get the Senate House. Once I'm talking Once like that. Once I'm watching, the, googling the tally Results. on that. Yeah. And you know what? If you live in LA, Jackie Lacey, the bitch is out. She's gone. The bitch is out. She's gone. She had to go. Sicko. She had to go. So, good job. The work is not done. Oh, if you live in Georgia, please make sure you um vote for the runoff for the, for the Senate. Senate. Yeah, there's two Senate races that are going to be happening and we have in a January. Lot of in Georgia, yeah, and I know they're probably in the ATL, shoddy. Go get out there and vote. What county was that? I don't know. Started with oh, them. Maricopa. No, no, no. Maricopa was in Arizona. I um, but y'all know, know. y'all know. I can't keep up with all. I'm not good with geography. I can't keep up with all the states, the cities, and the counties, baby. <laughs> I know mine, LA. Period. Okay. So yeah, the, that's the T. Yeah. For me. It's the T for me too. So moving right along, um, just mm-hmm. like you guys casted your votes, this is something else that is your civil civic duty. <laughs> Leaving a rating and a review on this here podcast. Mm-hmm. If you are a fan of the show, if you come every week and listen and you um, get this free content. It is free. The least you can do is leave a rating and a review. And when we say leave a rating in a review, we're talking about five star review. Yeah. Okay. Keep all that other shit to yourself. Period. Okay. We don't need it. We Purr. don't need it. We don't Purr. need it. We don't want it. We don't welcome it. Get we it welcome love. So I want to read our review of the week. There was actually two. Uh, my heart was warm twice. Okay. First one comes from St. Nauf. She says, genuine, wholesome, invigorating. International listener here from the Middle East stumbled upon this podcast because I adore Nedra Tawab and she was on one of the episodes. Listening to the host, Brittany and Germany's interactions with each other felt organic and like listening into a friendship you wish you had in real life. In particular, I adored the Friend Goal series and saved it to re-listen again. I admire the perspective this podcast has given me. It's brilliant, funny, thought-provoking, and just helpful. These episodes allowed me to take a step back and explore all my own friendships that I am and was a part of and compartmentalize what I needed to be work what needed to be worked on. I'm subscribed to a lot of podcasts, but this one is the one that I definitely go back to time and time again. Love those girls. Time after time. It was the adjectives for me. Just beautiful. A beautiful well written real written detailed review. review. So thank you for that, baby girl. And mm-hmm. then this one was funny. Bravado, baby. Game changer. The Black Girl Bravado podcast is a true gem that too many people sleep on. Wake up, bitches. <laughs> Your alarm clock is officially going off. I literally boast about it to all my friends because it is truly, it truly is a game changer. It's a refreshing switch from your typical self-help podcast. Brittany and Germany are hilarious, and I love their random song breaks, LOL. This podcast has been so instrumental in my self-healing journey. At 20 years old, I feel like I have a cheat sheet due to the wisdom and knowledge these two are passing down. If you're sleeping on the Black Girl Bravado podcast, wake the fuck up. P.S. After months of contemplating, I finally decided to stop being cheap and join Patreon. LOL, I'm a whole soul sister out here. It was that for me. I'm like, okay. The whole soul sister. So thank you for uh, joining us over on Patreon. Also, yes. thank you for leaving a very kind, also well-written review. And thoughtful. We appreciate you. We do. Um, so this is my part, right? This is where I come in. So last week, y'all know we didn't have an episode. We took a little mental health break. We did. But the week before that was episode 163, Finish Strong. It's uh, part two of our series. And it was Radical Honesty. So the affirmation that we shared was, I free myself from living a life of avoidance and resistance when I choose to be radically honest. So in that episode, we were discussing radical honesty, which is defined as telling the truth all the time and getting rid of the filter that tells you to keep the complicated and undesirable things to yourself. We discussed how being radically honest with ourselves and others deepens our connection and improves the intimacy of our relationships. So if you haven't already, make sure you go listen. Um, And we're going to be... Keeping on and keep keeping on keeping on. Um, you forgot to talk about Patreon. So oh, Patreon. Shit. Okay, back it up and dump it. Rewind mm-hmm. and take that rewind it back. So Patreon is a platform where we provide the mommies who want to spend a little coin, um, and don't want to just take the free content. We provide you with exclusive content. We have additional episodes, at least two per month Mm -hmm. we have video content we're recording our video content right now we are Mm -hmm. we have playlists we have affirmations we have what else do we have tons Um, of other things yeah 
whatever comes to our mind to feed our sisters, we have it over on Patreon. So if you want to become a patron, the information is down in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Help support two black queens. Period. Keep the lights on here. Yeah. Okay. So um, now act like I just said all that shit about the last week's episode right here, right now. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about radical accountability. Mm-hmm. We've talked about radical honesty. Uh, this is his sister. Yeah. They're twins. Yeah. Blood sisters. You they ain't both. play cousins. They blood sisters. They're blood sisters. You need blood both. Moves. We need both. And mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hold you. This radical accountability piece to me feels like a drag. Okay. A self drag. It's always done with love, though. It's always done with love for show. We're just holding the mirror up to ourselves. But once you realize, like, that a lot of the situations that you're in or hell, not in, are because of things that you're not taking accountability for. Mm-hmm. You will feel like you got pimp slapped by yourself. Okay, wait. <laughs> the open hand slap. Pimped pop. Pimp. Pimp slapped by yourself. The open handed. Yeah, so we'll get into it. So radical accountability uh, involves owning your part in every interaction. That means the big ones, the small ones, every little piece, y'all. It means every single thing. This is the real you versus you. Yeah, exactly. It means taking ownership um, and responsibility for your thoughts, your moods, your behaviors. And this is the T, your results. Your results. It's your results. It's, it's your results, results. okay it's your results because you know we be the first when i say we be the first i literally mean we, we. be we be the first to be like we're not getting we don't have we don't have it's why un- is it we'll that be like it's unfair we don't have fuck? this we don't need we need it and we don't have when all along it's in our power to control the results it's in our power as soon as we put the magnifying issue magnifying glass on the real and actual issue we realize Hey, sis, you don't have because you haven't done. You're because not you don't do. Up. You're not doing. Which is hard, which is hard to say like, okay, but the results aren't here because you're not putting And in that's the, work. the thing. When you fail to take ownership of your thoughts, you're essentially handing over the reins to your mood, to your fucking life. Mm-hmm. You're giving something else, someone else control. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 definitely. It's like, for instance, this is a common example when we're you're saying you're in traffic and someone oh here's a good one you're in traffic and someone cuts you off right Mm -hmm. you don't went off on them now you're talking about now i'm just in a fucked up mood that done fucked up my day yeah yeah we be the first to say i said that okay we be the first is going to be the the slogan (laughs) for this but we do we'll be like now my day is ruined now my day is fucked up i knew the day was going to be bad when i woke up and you know how we do it. Right. Mm-hmm. This is true. It's true. And yeah. Um, I'll share a story about my gram really quickly. Share it. So she, and thankfully she don't listen to the pod. The thankfully, day that she listens to no, the pod. she can't listen. She don't even know how. Grandmas can't listen. <laughs> she, she Off limits for the grandmas. She don't even know how. You're doing your little podcasting, <laughs> huh? Uh, <laughs> the day she finds out, oh my God, the little drag. Anyway, so my grandma's moving back here from Vegas. She's been staying out there with my cousins. They've been helping her a great deal. Mm-hmm. She is, um, she has her health issues and her health concerns. Mm-hmm. And, but I also think my grandma just has like an attention seeking behavior. So she makes herself seem more sick, more like um, deab- debilitated. debilitated than she actually is. And I don't know, maybe I'm just being a stickler. No, because my grandma does the same. I think it must be an Aries woman thing. I, it's something having to do with the victim mentality. Victim mentality for sure. So she called me yesterday and she's like, hey, Miss Daisy, because she calls me Miss Daisy. Right. She's like, hey, Miss Daisy, what do you got going on? And I'm thinking like, OK, wait a minute. It always <laughs> opens up like that. It's ne- it's never just like solution oriented. Like anticipating that she's going to need something. Yeah. So I was like, um, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And she's like, oh, OK, because, um. You know, I'm out here and I don't have any extra clothes because Reg and them didn't pack me. And I'm like, what? She's like, Reg only packed me one pair of pants. And I'm thinking, now, how is this my issue? Like, you you are of sound mind body. Like, uh-huh. I mean, body is a little loose. We can right. use body loosely. But, but mind, like, girl, you're oriented with it, tapped in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you ain't tapped in enough to be like, Reg, make sure I got clothes for the week. Another thing. She didn't have her fucking medication. 
her blood pressure medication, her like insulin and shit. Oh my God. Her insulin girl. And I'm like, Graham, you don't, you have really bad health issues. You don't need to be without your, your, your meds. fucking meds. That's your lifeline. Right. Asking my mom, do she have re- extra stuff for um, asking her, do she got extra insulin and shit at the house? And my mom, no, I'm not, I'm not diabetic. Right. She was like, I mean, she has syringes from when my grandma was here before, but no, we were like, what the fuck? But she don't want to take accountability that she's in this position because she's relinquished the control. Like how to have wreck. you, have you just given up all your independence to them and being like, I trust that they going to take care of it. No. I mean, in some people, maybe if my cousins weren't raggedy all the time, then maybe they could take care of it. But the, ultimately it comes down to the fact that she has the ability. It's her responsibility. She yeah. should take accountability. And then it trickles down and it turns into everybody else's fucking issue. Right. God, but I love her. Of course, we do love them, but, but part you know, of loving is someone, spade. yeah, part of loving someone is being radically honest. Yes, and letting them know, like, and it's hard with these grandmas because they they're not receptive. Girl. They have a totally different mindset. She'll be like, "There's Why been are you plenty of times like when I wanted to be like, Grandma, this was self inflicted. This was your fault." And not to be cold hearted and inconsiderate, but you know, like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah they do it and i'm like okay here we go now i gotta go back and forth with you graham but i mean i have my own issues with with radical accountability it's not that it's i just, too i too struggle i mean everybody with the does. lack of radical accountability i mean it's just much easier to place the blame on somebody else i'm in this because they did this right i can't do this because they fucked me over I don't have equal opportunity i yeah. this i that i mean there's multiple ways that we all suffer from not having any radical accountability and even basic self-accountability period i turned into helen keller i can't see why i can't see my part in i can't this. see what i did ray charles so what did i do i, I can't see, see it. what i did i cannot see my part my role and why this is not going my way man yeah it's, it's easy you know that's just a, a the human nature that we don't understand our part in things because we only see our perspective through our, well we only see things through our perspective right yeah. which can be jaded it can be skewed self-serving Ooh, it can okay. be really self-serving Take recently recently um when we've been talking about accountability mm-hmm. and focusing on it more i realized that i've given up self-accountability because i don't want to do the hard things i want somebody else to change so that i don't have to change oh uh, and that's tea that is tea. That's and I'm tea. like, I can't sit around waiting for someone else to change when it's affecting my fate. Yeah. It's my responsibility. I have to be accountable for doing what's hard instead of waiting for somebody else to do something in an attempt for it to be, quote unquote, easier for me to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. No, it's my responsibility. I got to hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. 
So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. And so that's good. Good realization there. Come on, therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And that so, was good. Um, when that little light bulb went off. Yeah. It brought accountability around because we don't look. Well, I know I haven't looked at accountability like that. I'm quick to be like, well, this person is doing this. That's why I'm that's why I'm reacting like this or that's why it's like this for me. Well, turn it around. Take control. Grab your power back. Yeah. Do what you have to do. Reclaim. Yeah. And then we're reclaiming. Yeah. Yeah. Because I refuse for my life to be a downward spiral. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse. And there's just so many things that I want to accomplish. So many things that I see for myself. And I know without the accountability piece that I'm not going to get very far. Wouldn't get far. I'm not going to get very far at all. And that comes down to something as simple as my morning routine. Mm. um, This pod. This, this podcast. podcast for show. I mean, for sure. If we could, um, I mean, we already fucking lit without the without, without the, all the hard work that we done did that we haven't did. So right. I just imagine. <laughs> I just that imagine. I just imagine once we start really doing the hard hard work. Yeah. You bitches ain't gonna be able to keep up. Not y'all, cause I love y'all, Not but y'all, the other, but the other bitches, bitches, the other bitches that I'm talking to, they ain't gonna be able to keep up. But y'all yeah. here, I want y'all to keep up. I want y'all to stay. Yeah. So just get ready because bitches are about to start doing the hard work. Holding ourselves accountable. Right here, right now. For um, our our part. For getting what we want. Getting everything that the devil stole. Our role. And we be blaming it on the devil. We be blaming it on the devil. Honestly, okay, with this podcast, keeping it to Virgil's. Oh, shit. What are we about to say? (laughs) No, I'm just letting them know the real deal, Holyfield. Okay, take it there. With this podcast, there's been times where we've done... Little to nothing above the bare minimum. Oh my God. And the bare <laughs> mi- <laughs> There is. Okay, There's well, been she's times telling where you. We've done little to nothing above the bare minimum. She's telling you. And the bare minimum is like coming up with the topic and, and recording it. Recording it. Yeah. And then um, without even acknowledging that, we will go into this whole um, episode where we're like, things aren't moving how we want them to move. What the fuck? We feel stagnant. Yeah, yeah. And never do we take accountability. I mean, eventually we do, but in the midst of our cries. In we, the midst of our pity party that we yeah, are throwing. Yeah, our little pity party that we're throwing with confetti, a little cake, and all the tacos. The way it looked for that, the way it looked for, for our the million, million dollar downloads. downloads. That's how our pity parties be looking. Yeah. Pull up your chair, grab your, grab your glass of Clico. We're throwing a pity party. Yeah, in the pity party, we're blaming everything else. Like, we're black women. Yeah. Podcasting is white. We don't have a team. Yeah. We everything under the sun yeah and we never take accountability for what we haven't done yeah which is a lot more than we know that we could be doing and not even capable of so much more and a lot of the times not saying all the time because sometimes bitches do but (laughs) a lot of the times we don't no 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 a lot of the time bitches do and some of the time bitches don't right yes because hold on don't 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 some of the time bitches don't don't think we ain't got here because we ain't been doing no work right we've been doing work but there is an aspect of radical accountability that's missing. And now that we figured it out, now that we put language and words to what it is that we've been missing and not doing, oh, we're stepping on We have to hold ourselves next. accountable and do the shit. We're stepping on next. We have to hold ourselves accountable and actually do it. Yeah, so once we start embracing and embodying radical accountability, this is going to help broaden our perspective. It's going to improve our relationship, especially with one another. <laughs> And it eliminates victim mentality thinking like we've been saying the woe is me. We're quick to say we're not getting any opportunity. We're not getting the opportunities we want. Right. We're not doing. We're not getting. We're not getting. We're not. It's not our fault. But really, it do be our fault. It be our fault. Mm -hmm. It be our fault. And it also empowers you. And I think it helps build self-trust. Holding yourself accountable like really helps you trust yourself because it's like, you know what? I know that I'm going to show up for myself. I know that I'm not going to let myself down. I know that I'm going to have to do whatever the fuck needs to be done. Even if that means owning up for the difficult things that's in order to work in my best interest at the end. Because we be honestly playing ourselves when we don't hold ourselves accountable, I feel like. I, I, I feel like it's like you you're really playing like stupid, but <laughs> you like really know that you know that you know that you're not doing right. It. Yeah, it's just playing dumb. This is true. So it seems like communication dumb and looking dumb. Communication is the foundation of radical accountability. And that communication has to start with ourselves. 
right? The only conversation you, can hold, you have with your damn self. Period. Like you can hold other people accountable and other people can hold you accountable, but really it needs to start with you. It does. And you know, it ain't nothing like somebody told it's you staring accountable. staring at the woman in the mirror. Period. It's like, you know, it's it, like I said, it's nice to have accountability partners, but when nobody's around, when nobody's in lo- looking, you also should have integrity and be able to hold yourself accountable. Because if everybody else is raggedy and they don't want to do the work, what are you going to be doing? Like, nobody's here to hold me accountable. Yeah. No, you got to hold you accountable. And I'm speaking to me. And I think That's me when we begin to, to hold ourselves accountable we can really stand 10 toes down and holding other people accountable too. Because sometimes when we don't hold ourselves accountable, we be letting little shit slide because you're not even holding yourself accountable. So you probably don't feel confident and strong enough Mm -hmm. to even hold somebody else accountable because it's like, well, shit, I'm letting myself down. Go ahead and you let me down too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is true. This is true. The awe. But no, it's true. Like I think about that specifically, like with our show. Sometimes I don't do what I'm supposed to do because I'm like, well, shit, we ain't been doing it. Right. When it's stuff that I know that I'm supposed to be doing. Like I know, like, okay, that's your part. And you ain't doing it. And then sometimes we it's even crazy because we want people to show up for us more than we show up for ourselves. You want somebody to really come bend over backwards and make shit happen when you're not even doing your part. You want them to do this for your shit. Right. I mean. We done. That stops here right now. Right here. Right motherfucking now. It stops. And I know I want to be having. I want to have the power to hold the motherfucker accountable. I know I want it all brand new socks and draws. I really want to hold the like I'm holding you accountable. And you know that I deserve to hold you accountable because you see how I treat you, myself. The integrity piece. You see It's that. the integrity it's piece. It's the integrity. Yeah. It's the integrity piece. And so. That's how we coming. That's how we coming now. Yeah. We were sleeping on ourselves, but now we waking the fuck up. So we have to eliminate the enemies of accountability. So the enemies of, account- of accountability are, but not in- limited to, avoiding. Quick to avoid some shit. Quick to avoid it. Like, oh, I'm a procrastinate. I'm gonna put that to the side. Oh, that's me. Blaming. I don't do too much blaming, but I do do the avoiding. Ow. I do do avoiding. Um, complaining. Oh, that too. Complaining. We gotta. I gotta. I gotta get up in the morning and work out. I gotta fix my food. I gotta <laughs> go to the store. I gotta edit this up. All this. Just complaining. Yeah. 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 Being defensive. That's an enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, rationalizing. Oh, Lord. We quick to ra- rationalize some shit. Well, I mean. It's okay. It's because okay. we I didn't. Mean, I we went didn't. to bed at 12, even though I knew I wanted to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, of course, I was too tired to wake up. I mean, come on. I didn't get enough sleep. Are you talking about me? Just kidding. No. Shit, I'm talking about me. <laughs> but you do be going to bed at 12. <laughs> or 1 or 2 and getting up. I'm like, Lord, now I only have four hours of sleep. Yeah. Who does this? Um, Justifying, rescuing others. Mm. And just fully assuming the victim mentality. Yeah, that's a real one right there. Um, so we already said how radically accountable we are or aren't. But now we need to talk about the ways that we can be more radically radically self-accountable. Because yeah. that's really what it's about. We, we need to do it and y'all need to. I don't know what y'all need to do. But I know we do. I know that we do. I know that I do. I know that I do for sure. So here is how to practice self-accountability. First, you got to check your mindset. You got to take some time to reflect on your why. So like waking up for the gym, waking up for the gym, rather. It's like, why do you feel the need to get up and go? Yeah. Why do you want to go? to? Why the gym? do you want to go to the gym? Is it for your health? Is it, you know, to have a better body in the summer? Right. Stay connected to your why because it's not going to be somebody else's why that gets you up. Right. You feel me? Somebody else's body is not getting me up in the morning. Mm-hmm. All my coworkers are, all my colleagues are at work on time. However, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. And yeah. I need to do better. But you know, if I connected to a why, why it's important for me to get up and get to work, because my job, my check is Your connected livelihood. to, period. Once I start putting my livelihood on the line, then I'll have my ass up. Why am I playing around with my livelihood? Your mindset will be totally different. Like if I don't get to this job one time, I can be fucking Running up the my risk back. Of, yeah, why am I playing with my livelihood? I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. We play all day. That's the thing. We be playing with ourselves. The masturbation. <sighs> the piece. masturbate. It's just crazy. God, I'm putting my, I'm putting my fingers away. <laughs> I'm putting my fingers Put away. My toys are away and Put I'm getting up. to work on time. Up. I can't be playing myself like that. I have a good job, y'all. I have a good job. What? I don't always want to be there, but I need to get there right. on time. 
And you know what? And if you don't want to be there, you got to hold yourself accountable to take the steps so that you don't have to continue. So to I be can there. free myself. Otherwise, you're going to keep pushing it off and you're going to find be yourself there. there. Yeah. That's <laughs> why if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, you got to wake, wake up, up and, and pay, pay attention. attention. Pay attention. That's why. I the have joyful, to do. joyful. Yes. Was that the joyful, joyful? That was. Now that's the song that. Okay. So here's another step. Prepare in advance. Mm. Mm. This is definitely a key piece to accountability because sometimes if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Mm. Come on. And. And then you start coming up with excuses. Do what you got to do. If you have to wake up earlier. If you have to meal prep, if we. you have to set your gym clothes by the motherfucking bed, if I have to, yeah, let's make it personal. If I have to log off of social media because that be taking up hell in my time. You, you, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, bitch, you could have had so many things done. All the stuff you've been putting to the side and procrastinating about could have been done in the time that you've been scrolling, looking at other people doing they shit mm -hmm. or not. Whatever you're looking at shit and not doing. Um. Going to the grocery store ahead of time. Go, look, shit. Whatever, whatever you got to do. Yeah, whatever it is that helps you move forward towards your goals. You just have to prepare in advance. Yes. And speaking of goals, the next way to practice self-accountability is to set small, specific, and achievable goals. So setting goals that are large and far off will cause us to be unmotivated and discouraged. Like, all right, I'm going to get up every day for a month and go to the gym. That's probably not the best goal yeah. if you ain't been going at all. Like, all right, I'm going to start off going three days a week. Right. I'm going to get there three days a week. I'm going to commit no matter what. If I got to take my gym clothes to the um to work with me, I'm going to go straight after. Make goals that are attainable so that as you achieve them, you build more confidence. Right. And you feel like, okay, I can sustain this. It seems possible. Possible. Exactly. Three days will turn to four. Four days might turn to five. And then at five, that's it. You don't go beyond that <laughs> in my book. <laughs> I don't go beyond five. But I mean, even for myself. Like, okay, no, this is what, okay, being honest. <laughs> Two Virgils. Y'all, being honest and vulnerable is hard on this show. It but is. But we've committed to it. We have shit. So, like, my part in this show, uh, there we we have both parts. We both play a lot of roles, right? Many hats are worn. Many, many hats, many roles. Bitch got a dad hat, a fedora. <laughs> shit. Uh, uh. Uh, shit. A beanie. A floppy hat. Right. She got a fitted. Jazz, okay. Jazz fest hat. We got them she, all. We, we're all wearing hats here. Right. Um, But like a part of one of my hats is posting to social media. Mm -hmm. Right. My claim to fame, I'm like, I'm not a social media person. I'm not. I don't even be on yeah, my Yeah, she's been saying that for five years. Hey. Okay, fine. Bitches are radically honest. <laughs> radically honest, radical accountability. You've been saying I mean, it. I'm not, but that's no excuse because the, what and we just. And in does, that time, you could have become. Well, and the, the Michelle Obama, the becoming. <laughs> becoming. So the point is, that is always my excuse is that I'm not social. I don't want to be on social media. I'm mm -hmm. barely on my own page. That's another one. You know, that's my you other. You say that. I mean, I don't even know how to work my own page. I'm not even on my own page, okay? But at the end of the day. It's my part. It's what I've committed to. And it's the hat that I put on every day that I should have on every day because I'll be wearing my scarf. But my <laughs> point is <laughs> the visor, the top be cut out like bitch. cover the top of that head. Cover the top of the head. Put your full. Go get that full hat and put it on your motherfucking head. Your hat's not on. A goal. A way that we set goals here at the show. What we're, what we're starting to do is like creating a content calendar. And making sure that we stick to the content calendar. That, that's setting a small attainable goal for me. And it's also preparing in advance. It's, yeah, it's doing it all. So it's like, okay, this is our November content. This is what we're doing for the week. Committing to it. No matter what, okay? And then the more the more that I do it, the more I flex the muscle. Yeah. The muscles flex. And I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm posting all day. <laughs> I'm posting all day, every day. Although I haven't gone there yet, y'all, so don't drag me. But yeah. she's on her way. She's becoming. She's becoming. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we have to reward ourselves for the small achievements. Like one week of straight posting deserves a reward. It deserves reward. cocktails. It We're deserves like, we posted all week. We it deserves all a week. reward because... It's not easy, but it got done. Yeah. It yeah. got done and we held ourselves accountable. Yeah. Um, also, um, how to practice self-accountability. You have to develop healthy communication habits, particularly around requests and promises. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is for ourselves and for others, but we're talking about ourselves. <laughs> so healthy can be you have to learn how Come to on. make effective requests that are crystal clear that leave no room for false assumptions or misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. 
that I said what I said. Period. I meant what I meant and I'm going to do what I need to do. Yes. That's it and that's all. Yeah. And when you're on the receiving end of the request, make sure that you're asking the right questions to ensure that you understand the expectations. If somebody's asking me to do something, self-accountability goes both ways, right? If Brittany's asking me, hey, can you do this this week? I need to make sure I know, hey, bitch, what do you what do you really want? You know what I'm saying? Like so that I know if I can step up to the plate right? or if I cannot. Yeah. Right. And that's an, that's also reliability. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's because twofold. if you don't have a clear understanding and then when it's like, OK, what happened? Why? What happened with the shit that was supposed to happen? Right. Oh, girl, I didn't even know. I, I didn't know even fully understand. Right. I didn't even fully understand what you meant or was asking. Right. But it's like, OK, so what and day are we doing this? It's kind of a this? push off like. Well, now it's on you. Yeah. So just make sure you ask the right questions. Where do you want me to do? How do you want it done? You know, what time is it? Should it be due? What time are we meeting? Whatever that looks like. So that makes that you can make sure that you're prepared, that you can hold yourself accountable and that you can show up and show out that you reap rewards, that you get the results that you're looking for. Yeah. That's what we want in this life. We want everything to devil stuff. This is definitely a practice. It's something that's never ending. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's something that ever becomes easy but it's definitely necessary yeah to hold ourselves accountable ourselves yeah we're we're working we're working y'all know we all here in this boat together we're working it's a beautiful boat i'm glad i'm here in this boat with you (laughs) it's a yacht baby it's a beautiful boat it's a yacht it's It's a a yacht yacht. it's a yacht we've we've transitioned from struggle boat exactly we're in a yacht getting to where we but we're definitely be. in a yacht getting to where the fuck we need to go we're in a yacht baby and that's on period yes so so um we have a girlfriend gag i have it here oh good yes 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 so that that wraps that up hopefully it's meeting you where you are and you can take something from it and we're gonna be taking something from it yes so we got a girlfriend gag which if you're new here you can send your comments questions or if you're old here your comments your questions your concerns to contact at the blackgirlbravado.com and we will gag about it here on the show we'll give you advice just our shit we ain't no gurus we're no no experts but i mean we're not we've hugged the block bend it a few times okay (laughs) so she says hey ladies i really need to vent and i can't just talk to anyone about this i would love your input that's what she's getting here she's getting input so this is from our homegirl dina Okay, what she say? She says, I really enjoy listening to the friendship goals episodes. There is not enough dialogue regarding friendships between black women. So thanks for covering. You're so welcome. you're welcome. So I've known my intimate for 15 plus years. I'm pretty acquainted with her family too. We certainly have great chemistry when it comes to humor and joking. At times, talking to her is like a breath of, fre- a breath of fresh air. And for the most part, she never made me feel inadequate or sneak this. I've had a lot of microaggression in previous friendships. Mm. I can admit that over the years, I've struggled with female female friendships. I've always said yes to things I low-key hated, and I never spoke up for myself in the moment if someone offended me. I really don't put myself put myself out the I really don't put myself out there either. Oh, but mm. I digress. So since the pandemic did why my God. Panty. So since the pandemic, I've noticed a pattern with my intimate that I don't like at all. Oh God. Example. For the past five years, I've practiced yoga and encouraged her to attend classes with me. I also vented to her about how I disliked being the only black person in my yoga classes. Of course, she never once attended a class with me. Several months ago, she was so excited to tell me about an encounter with a lady who practices yoga and meditates. The lady convinced her to attend a yoga seminar to teach yoga. She finally attended faithfully. I also mentioned to her that I was burning sage in my apartment for clarity. Her reply was, um, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Recently, I saw a big ass sage stick at her place. Her child's father gave her with a little sad face. Mind you, she talked about this man like a dog. You know, we got to get a full tea. But I digress. Lastly, years ago, I moved into my first apartment after graduating college. Yes, it's small, 585 square foot small. When she came over, she criticized the space, saying it was it was saying I was paying too much. However, she did say it was cute. I chose this apartment because I really love the neighborhood and it feels safe. My intimate has only visited me maybe five times since living in my new apartment. Once she was going on about a mutual acquaintance of mutual acquaintances apartment, she kept bragging about how her apartment is coming along so nicely. So I said, my space is comfy and growing on me. Her reply was, um, I like that plant. There has been other instances, but I'll tell I'll just tell you those examples. It's like my friend is so impressed with what everyone else is doing, but she doesn't give me the same energy at all. 
It's like I can tell her about something, but she won't start liking it until someone else likes it, if that makes sense. Also, I'm a firm believer in giving people space. So for my own sanity, sometimes I distance myself from her for about a week. I just feel so disconnected from her. I just wish I wasn't limited in friends. Am I overthinking? Thanks for reading. Hmm. Maybe you're playing, maybe you're thinking too much into it. I was going to say sometimes, um, the only thing that was shady from that, that was blatantly shady was the, um, apartment tea. (laughs) The apartment tea was blatantly shady, but, um, sometimes, you know, I wouldn't take it to heart. Like the yoga and the sage and everything. Sometimes we catch on to different things from different people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, or at different times. Or at different times. Maybe like, like maybe now she needed in- a few birdies in her ear about the yoga. Like she heard it from you. Mm-hmm. She heard it again and she was like, you know what? Okay. It works now. And maybe now she's in a space to be receptive. Maybe back then it wasn't like aligned for her. Yeah. And now it is. And, and also like perhaps. I don't want to make this sound negative, but perhaps that you don't impress on her. Like when I say impress, I mean like an impression. Um, The way she like internalizes certain things. You know, like there's certain people where we're like, oh, you tried that? Like, I want to try it too. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's that dynamic that you guys are good friends and you guys joke and there's humor. But maybe all the things that you're you're interested immediately, she's not immediately or initially thinking like, oh, my friend's doing this. It's probably good. I'm going to be interested too. Yeah. Like I wouldn't take it personal. I would be like, girl, I'm glad you hopped on the train. I'm glad you want to yeah. go to yoga now. I'm glad you like yoga now. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm glad you're into sage now because, bitch, I've been, this shit's been working. And yeah. I'm glad that it can work for you, that's too. A good, that's a good way to put it. I mean, without being shady, of course, yeah. the petty boots. No, like, not okay. being shady, but like, you know, not or, being shady at all. Because, you like, know, we'd be like, I've been doing this for years. No, no, no. Not that <laughs> tone. But it's like, girl, I'm glad you like it now. Because yeah. now I have someone who I can do it with. Yeah, that's a good approach. Now you have somebody to do shit with. And, and now, maybe, if she doesn't want to do it with you, then that's when I would be like, okay, bitch, you like doing up? yoga, but you don't want to do it with me? Okay. And also, perhaps you guys can have a real conversation. Maybe you're not feeling affirmed by her. I was going to say, it, it kind of seems like you want the validation from your friend. Yeah. Which, I mean, is not necessarily a bad thing, but when it's affecting your friendship in a negative way, it can be a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, is that your love language? Our words, words of affirmation? Of affirmation your yeah. love language? I mean, I know it's mine. I'd be like, tell me. I'm realizing that it's becoming more of mine as well. Come on. <laughs> I love it. Words of affirmation. I, yeah. I, I, I love it. Tell I thought me. I didn't care about them, but actually, yeah, I do. So, I mean, identify like it, maybe I need more validation for her from her. Maybe I need more affirming in our friendship. Maybe that's what you could say. I think we could you. I think we could benefit from affirming each other more. What do you think? Yeah, it would make me feel more. I would feel seen in this relationship if. You know, we affirmed each other more. That would make me feel good. You're my close, intimate friend of 15 fucking years. Yeah, like maybe because I know sometimes like it might not necessarily mean that she doesn't think your apartment is nice or um, she doesn't see what you're doing. But maybe it's you guys just don't have that dynamic in your specific friendship. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we compliment our friends to other people. Like Mm -hmm. I know that I've like giving praise about my friends to other people that I haven't necessarily given to them directly. Mm -hmm. And not because I'm not trying to like, I'm not, I'm trying to withhold it. I, it just might not have happened. You know, like Mm -hmm. I can be like, Germany is so motherfucking bomb. Like that girl. I say that all the time, but very rarely do I say to you like, girl, you are just so bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know, like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. But yeah, I think maybe, maybe a little nice friend, a nice friendly, um, lemon squeeze. Would be cool. Like, hey, I noticed this. I asked you, is there a reason? You could just be really radically honest with her and say that. Is there a reason that I asked you to do yoga and you weren't down and now all of a sudden you are? Or have you had some new aware? Ooh, that you know what? Take the perspective. Take it away from you and put it on her. Like, oh, what made you so interested in yoga? What happened? Mm -hmm. What happened for you to decide to do yoga? I'm interested to know. Because maybe she might say, girl, I was dealing with some sciatica pain, some lower back pain. <laughs> I don't know. She might be dealing with something. Yeah. So hold space for each other. That's my advice. Yeah. Hold space um, and figure out if you need to be affirmed, if that works for you and your relationships. And if so, then that's something that you can bring to the table. And maybe things will change. And if not, then you know you got to probably start making some moves. If you're not feeling seen, heard, appreciated in the friendship. That part. Love you.
<laughs> Hope that helps. Yeah. Um, that wraps up our episode. This week's episode, if you're feeling it, please share it mm-hmm. on social media and also with a friend. Come talk to me on social. I'm going to be there this week. Okay. Go on over to social and talk. Come and talk to me. And uh, yeah, we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Thank you.